Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted uh-huh. in one moment, one moment, would you capture it? Probably. Or just let it slip? Probably not, otherwise there wouldn't be a song here. Yo, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy There's vomit on his sweat already, mum's spaghetti He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down The whole crowd grows so loud, he opens his mouth But the words won't come out, he's joking how Everybody's joking now, the clock's run out Time's up, oh the blouse, snap back to reality Oh there goes gravity, oh there goes rapid He's choked, he's so mad, but he won't give up that easy No, he won't have it, he knows these old backseaty ropes He doesn't matter He's dope He knows that But he's broke He's so I don't know the rest You better lose yourself In, in the, the music The moment you yeah. want it. Better never let it go uh, Only get one chance uh, Not miss a chance to blow The opportunity comes, comes Once in a lifetime, lifetime You pussy And Eminem yeah, don't be such a fucking pussy. Yeah. Yeah, outdated. outdated. Maybe it's a clue in yeah. allergy. That's why he's throwing up mum's spaghetti. Right. Maybe he's not nervous. No. Maybe he's allergic to gluten. That's why he's throwing up spaghetti on his t-shirt. Insolence, gluten intolerance. That's um, good that before he went to a rap battle, he had uh, like a, a, a heavy meal. Do you know what I, I mean? Like to fortify You know meal. like how athletes eat, yeah, eat yeah, pasta yeah. before a run? Or like chicken nuggets before the 100 meters. Well, no, he's the opposite of that, isn't he? Well, he's had a fortifying spag bowl. Yeah, like before he goes. Mum's cooking. Mummy's cooking. It's good. You can't. You can't rhyme crazy. What you doing in that, boy? I'm gonna rap. You can't. You can't throw down. Some of mum's skinny before you go. That's right. You can't throw down without a full full stomach. Yeah. Crazy rhymes. I can't remember any of the other lines. The only one everyone knows is mum's spaghetti. He might get a bit sleepy. That's the only problem. (laughs) You bet. Do you know what I mean? You might get a bit sleepy. Lose yourself in the music, uh, even though you get a little tired before the rap battle. Maybe have a lie down yeah. in the car outside. Make sure you find somewhere to park where you can put enough money on the meter. Where you can have a little snooze. What time does the parking expire? If it's 6 pm, then you're okay. You only need to pay for an hour because sound checks at 5. Knock, 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 knock. £3.70, and that seems like an awful lot of money for one hour's worth of Parking. Eminem. But hey, that's London. Knock, 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 knock. Hello. Eminem, you, you were on like half an hour ago. You missed your slot. And why are you covered in vomit? <laughs> <laughs> Is that mum's spaghetti? <laughs> Never mind. You vomited whole bits of pasta. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I uh, have not seen that film. Eminem. Eminem used to have blonde hair. Now he's got brown hair. Yeah. He, uh, he, was, he was the big cheese late 90s, wasn't he? Mate, I love, I love, love a bit of Eminem. What's so great about Eminem? I, I'm not. I'm I not, like the. Uh, that's not a leading question. I like the album, um, the Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah. You know the one. You there, don't wanna fuck with Shady, right? Cause Shady will fucking kill you, right? I just like how intentionally offensive it is, and it gets worse as time goes on as well. Mm, mm. Like he's very liberal with the word faggot on that album. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He just says faggot a lot. 
Oh, you a just, lot. Well, that, I think that's the way you say it, don't you? I anyway. didn't really notice it when the album came out. You listen to it now, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. He hates gay people. Yeah. Does he though? I don't know. I just think he wanted to annoy everyone. Really? I yeah, love I think, that I think, album. I think it's probably you know, isn't it just where he's from? He's everything but racist. But he probably is about homophobic, frankly. He's probably gone through a, a, a process, hasn't <laughs> he? He's probably you know gone through, come from the the homophobic streets of Baltimore. Was it Baltimore? Bol- is Eminem from Baltimore? Where's he from? He's I'm from thinking Detroit. Of, I'm thinking of the Wire. Detroit, y'all. Detroit. Yeah, I'm thinking of the Wire. Eight Mile. That's in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of the Wire. You see, um, and I like that song. Uh, the one. Which one? Tears gone cold. I'm wondering why. I oh, who did the? Oh shit! Who's that? That female. Dido. That's it. Brothers and faithless. Does she talk like that? She kind of seems like that. Never goes nasal. Back to timid. Yeah. But then she has to order Eminem coffee like that. that. Yeah. I'd like a latte, please. How much is filter coffee? Well, that's a surprising price gap between Americano and filter coffee. Why is the price so different? They're basically the same yeah. fucking drink. Okay, Dido. That's I'll right. just have a filter coffee. Settle down. It's Settle down. Yeah, no, it's more than that. Mate, that song, down. Stan, have you listened to that song recently? Um, it's a fucking brilliant. Yeah, about it's someone who, who, who is obsessed. Yeah, Dill Stim. He's doing it That's a good song. Yeah, Fucked yeah. up, you don't enter fans. Yeah, yeah. That is an unbelievable song. Because mm-hmm. it's like three perfect acts yeah. of the protagonist. He's like, hey, man, I really like you and I like to cut myself. I and, really then he, and then he gets... Like your stuff. And yeah. then the second verse, he's like, fuck you, man. Come on, write me back. Yeah. You know, you're, I'm the only per Third one, he's like, you know what? Fuck you, I'm going to kill my wife. Mm. And then there's then there's a little break, and then Eminem writes back, and then he figures it out while he's writing the letter yeah, yeah. that stands dead. Yeah, it's I mean like we, we there aren't many songs no. as like I just think everything about that song's great. The we rhyme, a, the rhyme we, pattern's great. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an amazing story as well about a mm-hmm. fan mm-hmm. going crazy. <laughs> we had a fan of the podcast like that, but he gave up after the first letter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, um, I think that's a great song. Yeah, no, he's a very good song. Yeah. Um, May he rest in peace. Eminem is alive. Stan's dead. Eminem's alive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his career's not. See, Eminem fell into that weird thing where he started trying to be Eminem. Right. First album came came out and it had like the... That song. (laughs) Right. I wasn't comfortable with the fact that he was white. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? You know that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. Chicka, chicka. Had that song on it. And then the second album, like up the ante, had like three hits on it. Mm. And then I felt like after that, he sort of started trying to be Eminem. Right, Pete. He was like, oh, I've done this. I'll just do that again. Mm. And did that for like two more albums. And then everyone went, shut up. <laughs> well, eventually everyone does do that, don't they? No, I don't think so. I think some people manage to like right. keep, keep reinventing themselves. There you go. You know? What's he doing now? He's just probably worth about 10,000 million pounds. I think he has something to do with Beats. The headphones. I think he's oh, like one right, of the headphones. initial investors in Beats. I thought you meant the actual musical element. Which is now owned by Apple. Right. You know, like when they asked they asked 50 Cent when when Dr. Dre was going to put out a new record. Mm-hmm. And 50 Cent just went, well, he'll probably get $2 an album per album he sells or just $50 for every pair of Beats headphones. Like, which one do you think he's going to... No. You know that Dr. Dre mm-hmm. makes Beats headphones, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Beats by Dre. Yeah, I didn't. No, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Well, no, who do you think the Dre was? Dre is an artist, isn't he? He, he produces some music. You didn't know it was Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. He's not a doctor, though, is he? He, he is he not a doctor. Do you know how I know that? 
Well, I know that because I was in a restaurant next to him and someone choked and needed an emergency tracheotomy. Right. And he put his hand up and someone went, is there a doctor in the house? Right. And Dr. Dre went, yeah, I'm a doctor. Doctor of hits. And they went, well, my husband's choking. And he went, I got this. And he Heimlicked him to death. True story. True story. Was it Heimlich, the Heimlich manoeuvre, the Heimlich guy did it for the first time of the day? Or was he saved by the Heimlich manoeuvre? What? You know it guy? was Dr. Heimlich who invented the Heimlich Yeah, maneuver. I know, but he never used it. I'm making it, it up. You no, know, Dr. Heimlich never used No, but it's a guy called Heimlich, and he never did it, and he was in a restaurant, someone needed doing it, he did his own manoeuvre. Yeah, the he first called time it the Heimlich, yeah. No, 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 that's not how it worked. He just invented it, theoretically. He didn't ever do it until the other day. Or until someone did it on him. Until the other day? Yeah, just the other day. This is weeks. not true. It's true, a couple of weeks ago. Heimlich. He was like, oh, I'm in a restaurant, I can do this, finally. This theatre that I've... He was the one that theoretically invented it. He never did it. He didn't. He didn't kind of. He wasn't in a restaurant one day and went, "Oh, somebody, somebody, please, my husband's choking." And he just went, "Oh, fuck," and then just. You'd think, did it. but isn't it quite a logical thing to do if someone's choking to like grab them from behind and what? fake bone them? Well, don't have a go at Heimlich. I'm not having a go. At I just think he got there first, stuck a flag. He must in it. be dead by now. <laughs> He's Heimlich maneuver's been around for like no. hundreds of years. Heimlich's around. What happened if you choked in the twenties? Well, you, it was just they just mi- stood around you and went out, out with the. Yeah, they just didn't have a name for it. They just, they just call the it the punchy, punchy, grippy, grippy manoeuvre. But yeah, Heimlich. Can Heimlich my balls. So there you go, choking right. to, rapping to choking in four <laughs> easy minutes. Yeah. Um, hello here and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the 26th of October. Oct. In the year 2016 wow. of our Lord. This is happening. It's nearly, uh, do you know what it's nearly time for? The US election? Well, no, well, I mean, obviously that. Mm, what? Christmas. Mate, I mean, listeners who aren't in England won't know what this means, but it's nearly time for the John Lewis Christmas advert. All right. The, the oh much vaunted. God. I'm excited. Right. Why don't we just recap on what the John Lewis Christmas advert is? Well, the John Lewis Christmas advert, for anyone who's been living in a coma, <laughs> uh, the John Lewis Christmas advert, for anyone who doesn't live in England. So John Lewis is a shop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And in order to sell more stuff in their shop, what they do is they, is they try and get you in the fields. They try and punch you in the feely balls. Right. You know, they get they they, they tickle your em- emotion knob. Yeah. Once a year. They rummage around your lizard brain. Yeah, and they go, they go, hey, hey, look at this. You want to cry? Come buy a TV. Right. That's basically what the John Lewis advert is. Yeah. And the way they do that, mm-hmm. they, they, they have like a five minute long advert. It's like a short film. And it's like a kid who's like, yeah. cut someone's head off and then he learns the meaning of Christmas or something. Right, yeah, yeah. Like last year it was like some guy. Who, on the moon. On the moon. Some old guy on the moon. Some old guy on the moon and he was looking at a kid through a telescope. Telesco- basically a yeah. peeping Tom. Like it's crazy. Spying on an eight year old yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. And then the and then he, she's the only one who sends him a present or some shit. Right. Yeah. And 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 last and every year. So one year it's like a kid who's every day is like, is it Christmas? Yeah. And the parents go no. And then the next day, is it Christmas? No. Is it Christmas? No. I'll mm. fucking say when it's Christmas. Yeah. Jesus, just go back to playing on the tablet. That's why we bought you the tablet so right. you don't fucking talk to us because we're not ready to be parents because mm. you're a mistake. Mm. And then on Christmas Day. He's not saying it because he wants presents. He's bought them a present. Yeah. See, they flip it. They flip, flip it. They flip it around. And that's how the John Lewis Christmas habit works. And it's enhanced every year by a touching cover of a song you didn't think could yeah. be a Christmas yeah, song. Yeah, they'll take a heavy song and make it plinky plonky. So they'll get like a John Lennon song and then they'll get, I don't know, some, yeah. some, someone who won a Brit Award to play it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, piano. What do, you think what do you think it'll be this year? Well, what song? The John Lewis Christmas song. Mm-hmm. I think um, it might be. Uh, do you think it could be a um, um, like a touching version of "To Become One"? So maybe. 
Meatloaf. Meatloaf on a banjo. Going in John Lewis for Christmas. There are some condoms. Oh, here is... But that song's already quite a ballad, isn't it? I guess yeah, it couldn't yeah, yeah. be that. Yeah. It would have to be something that's like really rocking. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. it would be like a really slow cover if we built this city on rock and roll. I just thought oh, do you know like... what it might be? I reckon it might be... Um, just a small town girl. Like a really slow fucking oh, yeah. act. Like That's a good shout. Melodramatic. That's a good shout. Living in a lonely world. Yeah, yeah. I bet it's like... Yeah. Like, yeah, lots of reverb. And, and it's someone with a really yeah. overly English accent. Yeah. Headlights. Yeah. Dream Oh, horse, Irish, Irish, yeah. Seven in a forty four. Right. Fucking stupid. And the protagonist... Because what they had, they had... They the had a penguin who gave, gave a bear a present. That then, was one year. Then they had the kid who does a touching thing. And then they had the old... The kid who does a touching thing. Well, he, does a, he touches the hearts. Oh. And then, then the, the old, old man guy, spying on the eight-year-old girl, who, who does which touching, is questionable. Touching thing on the moon. Um, Maybe that's why he was banished to the moon, because he kept spying on kids. What are you suggesting the moon is a pedo safe haven? <laughs> yeah, well, it is. Well, re- well yeah, technically, yeah. Cool, the pedophiles on the moon. Great, great. Yeah. None of them are left here. Yeah. So maybe that's John Lewis ahead of the curve there. Mm-hmm. Fly me to the moon. Put yeah. a pedo on the moon. Let's see him trying to touch kids right. when he's on the moon. Right. Well, in other words, come to John Lewis. Right, just whack him in the sea of tranquility. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> but I think... Come on, it's a, come on, Tim, focus, right? We're in mm. we've got a pitch meeting right. for John Lewis, right? It's it's ten o'clock in the morning. It's mm. nine o'clock in the morning on right. a Tuesday. Right. Right. We go in. You're wearing for some reason. You're wearing a shirt and tie. Right. I've never seen you in a shirt and tie. Yeah. For some reason you're wearing a shirt and tie. You go in. You sit down with all the heads of the John Lewis marketing department, and they go, "All right, hit me in the fields, motherfucker." Right. What's your idea? Well, it's about. You're gonna do anything at the start of the meeting as a power play? Yeah. Yeah. What? Um, I'll get a child actor in. Mm-hmm. And I'll just stand them at the end of the boardroom table and just ask them to cry. Okay. And for like solid five minutes. Okay. And then I'll go, thank you very much, um, Ben. Mm-hmm. Little, little Ben, Benji from the acting agency. Slip him, slip him a tenner or have a, you know, off the books. Yeah. And go, see, what we, what we want is that. We want tears and tears and tears. And just when we don't think we can have any more tears, <gasps> we want more tears again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get my guitar out. You can think about this. Yeah, yeah. And then it would go, so here's the idea, right? Right. A boy crying. Mm. Mm. Welcome to John Lewis. It's the Christmas advert. Yeah. We want you to give us all your money and put a down payment on a TV that's a widescreen. Give us all your fucking money. Everybody likes the John Lewis advert. Right. Okay. So this is the um the scene, right? So we open on Santa, and he's going through a divorce, very messy divorce. I already. Let me let me stop you there, guys. Right. I'm already hooked. Right. So he's going through a divorce. He's arguing with Mrs. Claus. I mean, it's like, you know, summertime. But he's still wearing his suit. He's pissed What's he drinking? It. Oh, it's just drinking lemonade because he can't take his, his, his red suit off. Anyways, you know... <laughs> what? 
Yeah, because he keeps it on all the time. Why, is, why would that mean he drinks lemonade? You're losing what, me. Because he needs some... You're losing re- me. He needs to hydrate. You had me at Santa's getting yeah, a divorce. Anyway, he's getting divorced. divorce. He's down like... You the, had me at divorce. He's down, he's down at the kind of the, the solicitors for a quickie divorce. It's very acrimonious. Um, then he gets back to the old thing and all the dwarfs are fucked off. So uh, he has to kind of start pawning things to, to make rent. And uh, he goes to cash for gold. Just kind of puts all the jewelry in there, and he just keep, you know he loses all his money, gambles it away. And then at the end of the advert, he's like dead, being buried. And there's a kid at the end of the grave, and he's crying because Santa's dead. And then um, you know his parents come along and go, "Don't worry about that." Gives him a PlayStation, John Lewis. But there's no Santa, but we're going to buy you shit. Because technically that's what happens anyway. The, the, the myth of Santa is killed in the, uh, in the imagination of the child. But they still get a PS whatever. They still get stuff anyway. They still get flashy shit. You know? It doesn't matter that there's no Santa. But I think... Here's some, yeah. here's some computer games and, some, and a t-shirt. But the gritty decline of Santa, you know, just eating pizza out of boxes and stuff, could last for five minutes. I think it would be very effective at that. Go, go completely... Like basically leaving Las Vegas for yeah. Santa. Go Ken Loach on it. Who is... Uh, let me ask you a question, Tim. I like the idea. I like the idea a lot. Yeah, yeah. Who is going to play Santa? Right. Albert Finney. Who's that? Albert Finney's famous actor. Okay. Stephen Fry. I was thinking uh, Nick Cage. Oh, Nick Cage could be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like just basically leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, except with you. And know. then and then Mrs. Claus comes in like in Leaving Las Vegas yeah. and she gets her norks out. Yeah, yeah. Gives him a laugh. What's the name of the woman in Leaving Las Vegas? I don't know. It's going to be gritty. It's going to be gritty because it's going to start with him getting a divorce. He's going to be eating badly and putting it on even more weight. He becomes like clinically obese, like morbidly, morbidly obese. And he's like, Santa's already obese. He's like, yeah, but and, more, oh, and you more. know what? Oh, he's eating reindeer. He's eating reindeer. He's eating dead reindeer, and there's a little red bit on, yeah. throbbing, dying at the dying glow yeah. of, of of Rudolph's nose. Yeah, as Santa eats his dead carcass. Yeah, it's not even cooked properly, but he doesn't. Care. We could go pretty in our route to on the on the yeah. um, on the kind of narrative. You see him French kissing. You see him French kissing a dwarf. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and then Mrs. Him, Claus walks yeah. in. No, you see him banging a prostitute. Yeah, he's naked, totally naked, drunk in an armchair. Yeah, with just a present over his dick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's like, "What do you think of this?" Yeah. And then you think he's at home, but it turns out he's just in someone's house on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and this family's walking in from midnight mass. Right. And Santa is there drunk. With a with a big present over his over his lad. Yeah. It's kind of like another. Santa's yeah. dead, but it doesn't matter. Cause you're getting a PlayStation three. What's the new PlayStation? Like a, one of the ones. Three anyway. Yeah. Say that there's actually a Santa dad. I can't, son. There's no such thing as Santa. Why? Well, how do you know that? Look at him. And it could be John Lewis with you through austerity. Yeah, John Lewis, fuck Santa, buy our shit. Yeah. There you go. There you go. If anyone at John Lewis has listened to that, Santa divorce. We can rewrite. We'll rewrite it. Yeah. We'll make it suitable for uh, daytime television. Yeah, hashtag copyrighted. Yeah, we won't kill him in the daytime version. We'll have him learn a valuable lesson, which is... A valuable lesson. Like the love of a child. There you go. That's how you do it. You make it so he doesn't die. You make him realise through the... Child's love of Christmas that he still likes Christmas, right? You know, that's nice. There you go. Yeah, now go on for John five Lewis. minutes, and you have tears for fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah, Shit see, themselves. we're not even a marketing department. We're not even. We don't even do this professionally. We are. When we put our heads together, yeah, yeah. We are. I, I don't think we're over exaggerating here. I think we are basically mm-hmm. the 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 balls. 
you know I use this uh, cat's pyjamas we are and I use this phrase advisedly shitting ideas out mm-hmm. by the ton yeah the, the, the rump's trump and you can have it for free you know yeah the zoot's suit the rub and puffin <laughs> Uh, Jesus, well, we talked about that for way too long. Mm. Um, do you want to hear about something that happened to me the other night? This Go. is completely unrelated. Do I? Do I? Go on. I um, was in a bar the other night, mm-hmm. and they went, do you want to start a tab? Oh, yeah. And I was with uh, I was with Alfie Brown. Right. You thought, you know, I'll be, I'll comedian, be a big shot. stand-up. Comedian, Alfie Brown. And Alfie went, yeah, let's start a tab. And I went, I can't start a tab. And so I gave them my card thinking, when the bill comes, we'll split the bill. Yeah. And then some other guy came over mm-hmm. and was like, hey, and I don't know who he was, but he bought two rounds of drinks. was like, I'll get you whiskey, get you whiskey. And then he left, mm-hmm. but he put it on my tab. Brilliant. <laughs> so he just left and he put two rounds of drinks on my card. Mm-hmm. So the bill came, I was like, I didn't drink this. And the guy with the was like, yeah, he did. Um, but that guy bought it and he went no he put it on your tab and now he's gone wow and I was so annoyed but also deeply in awe right of this person isn't that amazing what fraud that's pretty (laughs) clever it takes a lot of balls to sit down with two strangers did you just sit down with it you didn't know him no he just went I want some free drinks yeah and he and he he was like I'll get you guys a drink what are you after wow stuck it on my tab wow that's why you don't have tabs yeah I'll tell you another thing that happened to me this week what's that I was waiting for the bus yesterday mm-hmm. a woman got on the bus and the guy so it was a, it was it was a guy in front of me mm-hmm. and then a woman mm-hmm. and then me right right. me woman man man gets on taps his oyster card goes Beep. and sits on the bus yep woman gets on she goes up to the bus driver and goes is this is this the bus stop is this the bus stop She's like, is probably, this the bus? She's probably stop? sixty-five years old, right? Okay, M- maybe younger. So she's confused. Very beautiful woman. Right? All right. She goes, is this the bus stop? And the bus driver goes, this is huh? She goes, is this the bus stop? And he goes, this is the one hundred and six bus. And she goes, he goes, this is the one hundred and six bus. And 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 he, she goes, is this the bus bus stop? Yeah, this is the bus stop. And he goes, mm-hmm. uh, no, this is the bus. She goes, I need the bus stop. And he goes, where are you trying to get to? And there's a big queue forming. And she goes, where are you trying to get to, love? She goes, I just, I, is this the bus stop? Bus stop? <laughs> and the bus driver just went, just get on. So she didn't pay. Mm-hmm. And then, beep, I get on, go yeah. sit upstairs. And she just, she's just sitting with the other guy who's her boyfriend upstairs being like, yeah, he totally fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? And she was like, old. Wow. Wow. Good move, though. Pretty amazing, right? I think I, I'm impressed with that. Yeah. Yeah. What a genius. Yeah, just I use, can't wait to get to that age. Just use pressure. I hope I don't die young, not because I want a long, fulfilled life, just so I can be a miserable bastard when I'm old and people just put it down to age. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, people give you, you a You can pass. pretend you're nuts. Yeah, yeah, you can. You know? You can walk out of the... You can just shoplift. Yeah. And if, if people trust up, you can just say, oh, I'm sorry, a bit tired. Don't know where I am. Are you, are you my right. daughter? Then, and then to seal the deal, you shit yourself. <laughs> If you, you can always go. Oh man, I can't you wait. Can always I can't go there. wait. You could always go there. That would be your kind of in case of emergency break glass shit yourself move. Yeah, but you'd always have to hold one. In fact, in. you could apply that to anything. You know, if you get caught doing a crime, boom, just just shit yourself. Really? Yeah. Then they try to section you. I don't then think you can get, get away with it this day and age. I think outrage. I think right. once you're above. 50, no, 60. Yeah. I think beyond the age of 60, you can shoot yourself. 
I know a guy who was caught. He was caught like drink driving. No, he was caught like drink driving, but he was also on medication at the time. So he pleaded like he didn't wasn't in his right mind, and the police sectioned him. So they put him in a, a loony bin basically, and he was like trapped in there for like five days. Trying someone to com- you know. Trying to convince them that he wasn't Is this one of mad. those stories where someone goes, oh yeah, f- no, someone, no, it's a friend true. of mine. This guy I went to school with. A friend of mine was an actor and, you know. It's, it's a guy I went to school with. He thought he was being really clever and saying he was on medication, he was depressed. And they went, okay, well, we'll section you. <laughs> and then he was in, in a, an asylum for like five days. Did he learn his lesson? Ringing his friends going, please, you got to get me out of here. you got to get me out. Um, did he learn his lesson? I don't know. I haven't seen him for a while, but, uh, you know, there's a cautionary tale. Yeah, but he basically got away with it. He just had to pay a five-day penalty. And be sectioned for five days. Yeah, but instead of a monetary penalty, right? he just had to be sectioned for five days. Yeah, I know. Would you rather give me five grand right, or be sectioned for five days? Yeah, but you didn't know how long it was going to be. You'd have to live with that doubt, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? Still, would you rather give me... Would you rather give the state 5,000 pounds or be sectioned for... No, you know what? Why is it the state? No, 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 no. Why is would that... you rather give me five grand or be sectioned for five days? <laughs> I'd rather, yeah, of course I'd rather be sectioned for five days. Okay. Um, what else happened this week? Mm. Uh, Gary Lineker. What? What yeah, happened? He sort of stuck up for the Calais yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's, the son are trying to get him fired for, well, the son? for being compassionate. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're trying to start a petition to get him sacked from the BBC because he went, oh, treating kids really badly in Calais, aren't they? Why don't we just let some of them over here so they don't die? Well, he also kind of reacted to the to the right wing press reaction of the um, uh, miners coming over, not the people who work in the pits, but actual miners, kids, kids, yeah, and not a were, miner, not a miner, a, a miner. miner. He were, but they they were like, oh, they look really old, they look really old, and there was this kind of it was horribly cynical, depressing, and suspicious um, stuff, and uh, there was uh, a suggestion that they would be like tested their dental. Their teeth would be tested. Yeah, or something. yeah, they're gonna like when you cut open a tree, see how many rings it's got. That's what, yeah, they're, gonna, yeah. that's what they're gonna do with these Syrian, these poor Syrian kids. And suddenly, like, it's hardly anyone either. It's like eighty kids. I don't get it. I mean, it's like, can, why is this a big deal? I could name eighty people that I don't even like. I could name eighty people yeah. that I could kick. I would happily kick let's out swap the country. Them over. Yeah, swap them out. Yeah, let's just do a swap. swap I tell out. you what, everyone. Let's all pick someone we don't like. Yeah. Get them out. Philip Green, get swap some him new out. ones. Exactly, swap, swap like Philip Green. Do you know what they're doing for all his tax dodging? Do you know what they're doing to him this week? A slap on the wrist. No, they're stripping him of his knighthood. Oh, Ooh. brutal! Ooh, a billionaire. We're going to lick his wounds on his. What yacht. did he do? So he owns BHS, and he yeah, put he BHS, owns BHS, which is for anyone who's not in England, is a it's sort British of British like, home store. It's sort of like a Walmart, but not really as big. No, it's, it's more of a department store. It was a big store, big yeah. in the eighties, big in the nineties, and he put it into he he made it go bankrupt basically himself. <laughs> so he could keep loads of money yeah he asset stripped it yeah I've said that like I've broken it down to layman's terms but actually (laughs) that is how I understand it yeah yeah I don't know the ins and outs of it well basically they knew it was asset stripping so they kind of resold it and resold it and they shrunk it down they had no intention of making it survive but they were just taking as much money out of it as possible until it collapsed which basically meant everyone who worked for them all the money they paid into their pensions were, was just gone. Gone, So really? they, they lost all their pensions. So there's a big court case <gasps> going on where oh, they... I hope they take away the first word of his name as punishment. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, I'm sure he can, you know, this oh, is no. devastating. What's, he gonna, what's, what's that going to be like, filling in uh, applications yeah. as Mr. now instead of yeah. Sir? Yeah, yeah. So that's the big, the big controversy. He's easy to hate. Philip Green's easy to hate because oh, he's, he's a typical fat billionaire. 
He's just a, do you know what I mean? He's, he's got, got, a, that, yeah, he's got this, that belly like Henry yeah, VIII. He's just this self-satisfied, he's got one of those big, opulent, you know, piece of shit. You could tell that he's probably had women come over and given him a blowjob, and immediately afterwards, just gone. Well, he should probably leave now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he's been texting them all day, pretending they want to be their boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as it, you know, you could just tell he's that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, after he's eaten a meal, he's got like chicken fat around his face. Yeah, yeah. Like a king, like an old king. He's like a posh Mike Luck, Ashley. Yeah. Mike Ashley is kind of the same same breed. Who's Mike Ashley? Mike Ashley is uh, Sports Direct. He owns Sports Direct, and oh, he's okay. also um, the uh, what's the one of the owners of Newcastle United. And he's he's he got in trouble over all the zero hours contracts in um, in uh, Sports Direct. People oh. getting paid minimum wage. It was horrible, and he got whistleblown on it, and he got pressured into a minimum wage. He, yeah, he got pressured into a minimum wage yeah, yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, no, he got pressured uh, to offer a minimum wage. See, that wage would be cool workers. if the punishment was you, you know what, you can still be Sir Philip Green, but now you have to go work in a BHS for minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For just, just, just a month. Just a month. Just, and then we'll check your mental state afterwards. Yeah, see how you like see, it. See, that's how it should be. Yeah. yeah. That would be a great form of punishment. Live off 30 quid a week. Go yeah. on. <laughs> and now, so now they're trying to get Lineker out. The sun's yeah. trying to like get Gary Lineker out of working for the BBC just because he went oh my god wow these, these the conditions these kids are in is fucking horrific yeah same with Lily Allen everyone was like yeah fuck you yeah it's weird isn't it this country is just I don't what's the the headspace of this country is just it's just unbelievably like it's becoming really like arrogant like it's like basically people are going well yeah we're better than Syrians mm. you know what I mean um yeah I it's it's yeah it's not nice it's not. It's not nice. I think that the the rationalisation that these guys, the the right wing, uh, come up with is that well, if we let them in, we we'll have to let more in, and we'll be a soft touch, and there's international terrorism. None of these things really apply to the situation at hand. Actually, it's just people who have fled a war torn region, um, trying to get a better life. And what's wrong with that? Those politicians standing up in uh, court or whatever this week at hearings I mean I say politicians because I don't know who they are but no. they're people in, in suits <laughs> with loud posh voices Yes, and they're like these children look 25 and they say they're 13 and it's like did you not ever have a shower <laughs> in a school changing yeah, room yeah, when you yeah. were 13 years old yeah, yeah. and there was just that guy with a massive yeah, yeah. tree trunk yeah, yeah. dick Yeah, like, he, like pubes like someone had just like painted a massive yeah. broccoli brown yeah, 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 stuck yeah. it below his belly button yeah, yeah. Like, and I played rugby at 15 years old I played rugby against guys who had beards I had big old fucking lantern jawed fucking that beards that was a terrifying thing for me was like going in <laughs> the showers when I, I was know. like 12 and it was like it was almost like a contest of who had pubes as well right yeah like did I ever tell you about when there I there was a contest no one told you about it did, did I tell you about when I got put on shower watch yeah you did at school we, did we talk about yeah, that on the show yeah we did yeah 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 and for like a week the really teacher hot. had to watch me shower <laughs> Because I was skipping showers. Because I was every, instead of doing sports, we'd go and get stoned. And then I got caught, and a teacher had to watch me shower for a week and tick a box every day saying I'd had a shower. Yeah. And then on the fifth day, checked off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it didn't happen. That's why yeah, we didn't joke about it. That's why it's um, funny. Not yeah. that those things are funny, but it's a joke. You no, see, that's course. why it's funny because we're, we're not making light of it. We're just making a joke about it. Right, I'm glad we just explained the shit out of that. Yeah. Um, um, should we do the letters? Yeah, let's do the letters. Do you want me to play that riff you liked? Yeah, go on. Ooh. I can't, I can't talk and play. I just realised. What do you mean hard. you can't talk? And- well, I can't talk and and explain the uh, the letters section. Okay. Oh, we need to take a break. 
All right. Every fucking week I forget. Here's a break for what might be some adverts. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Great. Was that adverts? Um, yeah, it was probably a couple of ads. Yeah. One for, um, for a film or something. Every week you can write to the show, EBP Act. What was the advert last week? I don't know. Maybe it's a work-related problem, like... You've told your wife that you work in the big smoke. Oh, yeah. That you work in a big high, 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 high rise. High rise. Very impressive high rise building. So you leave in the morning and say goodbye, dear. And you go to work, go to work, go to work going to work but instead you go and hang out in a greg's all day because you haven't got a job you were sacked last monday what's gonna happen now what's gonna happen now you're on to your third chicken slice it's not so nice it's four sausage rolls for 2.99 and you notice a girl serving behind the counter you lock eyes and you so you go over and say listen can I have another chicken slice? Can I have another chicken slice, please? Can I have another chicken slice, please? Can I have another chicken slice, please? And while you're at it, I want your number. I want to hang out with you and go for a drink someday. Drink someday, drink someday. I reckon I can guess your number because you're so fit. And then your wife calls you and goes, Hiya, how's work? And you have to lie, you have to lie, you have to tell a big porky porky pie. And the girl behind the counter thinks you're ordering a pork pie. <laughs> but you say no, I'm just... I just want the chicken slice as, as saying a, I was telling a porky pie. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, you're fit. And so the wife says, who's that? On the other end of the phone, I heard a voice and you say, it's nobody. She says, it sounds like you're in a Greg's. You go, well, that's weird. How do you, how do you narrow it down to a Greg's? Well, I used to work in Greg's when I was an undergraduate, but how's work really? Why are you in the Greg's now? And you confess to her, you say, dear, 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 I lost my job, lost my job, lost my job. It's a hard slog, it's a hard slog. It's austerity Britain in the night 2016. It's horrible, it's hard, but you're in the Greg's. You might move it up to Pratt and you might go for a walk by the tennis, but inevitably you'll end up going home and you'll have to confess, confess, confess. But what do you think? And then you get divorced, I don't know. And then you get divorced. And she leaves you. And ironically, ends up remarrying to the CEO of Greg's. And then, as a as a as a cruel joke, every Monday he sends you a chicken slice. Yeah. In the post. That's it. But he shit on it. Bam. He's done Boom. a big shit on it. <laughs> done a big shit on chicken slice. Yeah. 
Or maybe it's a relationship problem. Like, well, that was kind of a relationship yeah, problem. Yeah, no, don't try and worm your okay. way out. You've got to come up with another one. <laughs> okay. All right. Um... Or maybe it's a work-related problem. Like, Ooh. You want to get in shape, so you join a jogging club. With jogs at lunchtimes, so you go out and jog. Oh, and that's meet good. I hate jogging clubs. And if you guys and you meet a girl called Rebecca, and she's really good at jogging, she wears pink lycra. She jogs ahead and go while she's pretty. You don't perv over her, but you admire her body and her athleticism, athleticism, athleticism. You go up to Rebecca one day over a smoothie. You go, oh, I'm really glad I'm doing this. I feel really fit now. I want to lose this little bit of weight. And she goes, Yeah, you got a bit of weight on there, haven't you? You go, well, What's that gonna mean? Oh no, I didn't mean to offend you. She says, But you're like, Well, I am a bit offended by that. Okay, well, how can I make it up to you? Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. What do you think? Let's have a drink. You don't have to keep repeating and rhyming things. Okay, let's go and have a drink. So you go to a weather, 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 weather spoons, and you get a nice cheap lager, and you keep drinking, drinking, and drinking, and then you say, do you know what? I think you're pretty pretty. And she goes, don't say that, don't say that. I'm just gonna have something painful. You crane in to kiss her, but she recoils and throws her gin and tonic over you. She runs away, runs away. Ironically, and she runs with great form. Yeah, because that's where you met. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, that one. Or a sexual problem like you like internet porn so much you watch it all day and night, and you spend all your money on a virtual reality set so you can go inside the pornography, and then you end up staging pornography in your flat on your own, and you get so depressed that your mum comes to visit you. She knocks on the door. She has to break down the door with the dad, and you have like a crisis meeting with pornography all around you, and it's not good. It's not good. It's a crisis of masculinity. It's not going to work. Your life is going nowhere, so you have to go into sexual rehab. It's a bit dark, that one. Wow. Yeah. Is that a happy ending? That's the wrong phrase, isn't it? <laughs> um, all right, right, there you go. There well, you go. that was good. That was well, nice. Maybe I we can just... make that into a song. Yeah, maybe. All right. Dear EBP, uh, terrible name. Dear Josh and Tim, I've started dating a guy with a horrible name. He, <laughs> He's really cool, and I can definitely see a future with him, but his name makes me want to vomit in my mouth, then swallow the vomit again just so I don't have to say his name. I can't right. type what his name is because I know he listens to the show. <laughs> All right. Can right. you date someone with a shit name? It's the least sexy, most dullard, boring name in the history of names, and I can't believe his parents called him this name. They must really hate him. It's a miracle he is so normal and has a job. Please help me. Wow. Wow. You've got some issues. Yeah, I mean... You've you got some issues, Stan. I think you need some counselling. I never felt that way about a name. I felt that way about... Uh, a, a perfume, perfume. <laughs> oh. yeah no about perfume I once went out with a yeah, woman perfumes have ridiculous names don't they no not the name of a perfume the actual perfume oh the smell yeah the smell oh but I thought you meant you can you can recall from the name of a perfume you know like One Directions believe in yourself right you know, they have like really weird names mm-hmm. you know yeah Cara Delevingne's as if but smell is more profound than just some kind of no you can recoil at a name okay Let's have a date scenario, all right? We sit down for a date. Right. Here you go. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. What's your name? Adolf. <laughs> Bobbins McFuckwerter. I, I date, I, I date I, Bobbins uh, McFuckwerter. Uh, not Fuckwerter. Oh. Fuckwerter. Oh. Fuckwerter. Fuckwerter is a great name. Yeah. Um, I would, I would, I think Adolf's fine. Isn't it amazing that, that, and I'm just having this thought right now. Right. That before Hitler, mm. 
that was probably a normal name. It's probably a good name. Strong name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's probably wide. Yeah. And then, so what that means is if Adolf was a normal name mm-hmm. before Hitler ruined it for everyone, Yeah, you know, that means that there must be people who were born in like the 20s and 30s and Adolf's still a normal name. Yeah. yeah. And then let's say you're born in 1930 mm-hmm. and, oh, let's call him, oh, he's cute. Let's call him Adolf. Adolf. Let's yeah. hope he does well. Maybe yeah. one day he'll grow up and own a bakery or yeah. something. Something yeah. quaint and 30s-y. Yeah. Weimar Republic. Right, yeah. let's hope we're, the country Adolf, never like, breaks down in war. No. And then the war happens and then this little kid's 14 years old and his name's Adolf and the war's just finished mm-hmm. and he's trying to get a job Yeah. and everyone's like, what's your name? And yeah. he goes, well, it's Adolf. Bob. <laughs> it's Bob. Really? That's a summary of Germany. There must be people who, who were called Adolf during the war. Yeah. Um, and uh, Osama. Yeah, yeah. That's kind know? of ruined. That, well, it's not ruined. It's ruined in... In the West. In the West. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure you can get away with it in other countries. Right. But here, if, you, if you're going to stop and frisk someone at an airport and it's like, uh, you know, Jonathan Riley mm. or Osama... Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, because of the times we live in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're going to frisk Osama. You are. You know? I imagine the name of this person in this letter... You know Obama's the... middle name is Hussein? Yeah, I That's do. cool, isn't it? Yeah. Well, because of Saddam Hussein, that, yeah. that was kind of ruined. Yeah, Saddam. That's another name. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to call him yeah, Saddam. Let's call him Saddam. No, you can't do that. Why? Why? Because of Saddam Hussein. Right. You know, Joseph. Stalin didn't ruin Joseph. No. Did he? Ruin Stalin. <laughs> what's Gaddafi's first name Clive what's his first name Clive Gaddafi what was, what was Gaddafi's first name um, good question I really hope Gaddafi has such a memorable maybe his name first I think it's Gaddafi Duck I think that's his full name yeah um, okay hang on a minute let's get back to this letter so you're dating a guy with a shit name and like, it's freaking you out and it's probably not I understand shit. that but what if you're like you know having sex with someone and you're like ooh Trevor Let's try on names. Let, why don't you just say let's try on different fancy identities? Yeah, I'm going to call you anything but, but Norman. Your name. Yeah, but your name. Norman. Oh, Norman. You know, you're yeah. not going to... Norman Smith. I'm not Norman's, going to call you. Norman's not going to make you, you know, finish. Fuck me harder, Norman. Yeah. Do your it's like con- that in Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Yeah. Sheldon. Sheldon. Do, do, your, do your conquest, Norman. Yeah, you know. Little joke there about the Norman conquests. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is or no. who that is or so it went over my head. Yes. Um, okay, I, I have the answer. Oh, okay. Ready for this? Yeah, Drum roll? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for this computer to spit out its answer. Go. Pet name. Pet name. Cures it, solves it, drops yeah, yeah, my, yeah. walks out the room. Right, so just give him a pet name. Yeah, just be like, and you have to come up with something so it doesn't look like you're trying to change. You can't just be sitting there one night going, oh, monkey. Remember how I call you monkey yeah. all the time? Right, I'm going right. to call you that more from now on. So it's like an animal. You have to pick an animal. Like right? Butch. Like call him Butch. Call him Puffin. You know how I call you Butch all the time? No, you never call me Butch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I call you Butch, butch. a lot. I'm going to start calling butch. you Butch more because you're Butch. I'm not yeah. Butch. Uh, no, I think I, like, I think Butch is a cute name. I'm going to call you Butch. It's butch. sexy. Is it just because my name's Norman? You don't want to call me Norman? Yes. Because fuck me Butch sounds yeah, better. Yeah, than, fuck me Butch. Than, uh, than fuck me Norman. No, it's mm. not it at all. I just think you, you look like a Butch. You know? Right. There you go. Fuck me Butch. Done that. Yeah, just do a pet name. Do it. I mean, is there any other way? Did Jesus ruin the name Jesus? You don't see many people called Jesus. Well, I think he claimed it. Well, in the same way that, like, if you look at the scale of names and Hitler's right down there in you the base. Jesus. Yeah, but that's different because that's uh, Spanish. Why, why is that different? It's spelled the same. Because it's called, he- it's pronounced Jesus. Like Zeus, the yeah, god he- of. He- yeah. Right. Okay. And, but if, if Hitler's right down there in the basement. 
Right. And Jesus is right up there. Why is Hitler it. in the basement? I don't know. You know I'm <laughs> just he, saying. I'm just saying. If, what's he if, doing there? I'm just saying. If Adolf's the bottom of the bottom, I'd never put Hitler in the basement. I'd put Hitler in the basement. He'd get up to stuff. Yeah, but he was already doing quite a lot of stuff. <laughs> so if you put Hitler, you've got down, to keep eyes on Hitler. Yeah, but he's fine. He's down there. We've locked the door. Okay, fine. It's totally fine. We've just we've just we, we put a, a, the tumble dryer on yeah. a, on, a, on a long run, and we made Hall- him yeah. sit there and watch it. Halloween's coming up, so yeah, Hitler yeah. in the basement works. Um, so Hitler Adolf is down there. Is like one of the worst names, and right. Jesus is up there. Is one of the best names. Right? Is it sort of that thing where if you call someone Jesus, mm-hmm. other people would be like, "Who the fuck do you think you are calling yeah. yourself Jesus? Mm-hmm. Do you know who Jesus was? Yeah, he was that savior. Are you saving me?" Fuck you, Jesus. Right, okay. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that would happen? Yeah, no. Um, no, yeah, no. You'd have to... Also, you'd have to... You'd have to... If you called someone's name, you'd have to shout it. Do you know what I mean? Jesus! You'd have to shout Jesus all day. It's like if you named a dog, like, Rights for Whites. <laughs> and every time you went in the park, you had to shout Rights for Whites. Yeah. Rights for Whites! <laughs> you know? Race hate! Race hate! Race you hate. should never name anyone something... Which you shouldn't. That could be misconstrued. You're not able to call Never name. So yeah, when you're yeah, that's true. You shouldn't just you know if you're not because gonna... if you're at a fairground looking for your three year old son Jesus, shouting Jesus, people might just think you've won a big prize. Yeah, yeah. You know they, they'll they'll and you they'll... haven't won a big prize. You've lost a small child. Yeah, and it'll muddy the water. Yep. In the confusion. Exactly. Maybe you'll never find him again because you were dumb enough to call him Jesus. Slam dunk. Dear Josh and Tim, my best friend is in a band, and a couple of weeks ago he asked me to go to a gig they were playing at a local venue. I went with another girl in my year at school and overall, overall, it was not overall, it was a great night out. Mm-hmm. But all night there was a guy staring at us. I'm 15 and my best friend and the girl I went with are 14. We're all in year 10. Mm-hmm. The, you shouldn't really be listening to this show. Mm. What, you're making a face? No, no, no. Like, I'm just, I don't I'm, know where no, this is going. No, no, no I'm yeah, I yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared. The rest of the band is 16, 17, brackets, yeah. year 12. Yeah. So I'm already confused. So that we are, we're not even near but the there's start. A guy, no, basically, they're in the gig. There's a guy staring, staring at, them. at them. I'm worried about the guy staring okay, at them. Okay, okay. So there were a lot of people there from two years above us at school. Me and Ella were there early, and a group of boys from year 12 walked in, and one of them stared at us as he walked past. For the rest of the night, Ella kept... <laughs> I could just tell that they're 15 as well. Yeah. Uh, for the rest of the night, Ella kept telling me he was... She was lo- he was looking at us, and I noticed it a few times too. We couldn't decide if he was looking at me or her as we were together all night. Ella has a boyfriend and is convinced people are lying when they tell her she's pretty, so she insisted it was me he was looking at. People say I look older than my age, though I don't wear makeup. Mm-hmm. So she kept... I'm falling down the rabbit hole here, but go on. <laughs> so she kept telling me to go and speak to him. Right. He wasn't bad looking, but I'm really bad at talking to people I don't know, and until you get to know me, I'm fairly quiet. Unless we're friends, then I never shut up. He didn't Not co- relevant to the story. <laughs> Not relevant to the story. Hey, come on, come on. I mean, I, thank you for writing in, but come on. Let's just keep the story on track. He didn't come and speak to us and was sat with a group of his friends all night. So he left without finding out his name. At school, the sixth form room is in the same block as science. <laughs> the last... <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Last Tuesday. 
the fuck? Why are you taking us to your school? But go on. <laughs> Last on. Tuesday, I was walking up to science, right. and out of the science block came the same guy. Oh, okay, fine. I don't think he saw me, or if he did, he didn't recognize me in school uniform. I was pretty shocked, as I didn't think I'd see him again, unless he went to another gig, and I immediately went to tell Ellie who I'd seen. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't believe me. <clears throat> Focus. She didn't believe me, and I said I must. We're not even halfway. <laughs> not even halfway. She on. didn't believe me, yeah. and I said I must have seen someone else who looked like him until I saw him again on Thursday morning, walking down the stairs. We were on the way up the stairs. Ella was with me this time, but I don't think she saw or rec- oh, I don't think he saw or recognised us again. Here's the problem: though he is attractive, and I like to get to know him, I still don't know why he was looking at us the first time he saw him. We saw him. Ella keeps saying he's either a huge perv or he wanted to speak to us, but for some reason didn't. The people he was at the gig with are friends of the band, and the band are really nice. By so by association, we just assumed he'd be nice as well. That's fair. There's also the problem. Of him being two years above at school. I'm one of the oldest in my year. So he could be anything from one to two years older. I know it doesn't sound like a lot. But 15 and 17 is a big deal to most people at school. I don't mind the age gap. But I feel like it would be awkward to speak to him at school. I'd speak to him at the next gig. But I don't know if he was looking at me or Ella. And it would be really embarrassing <laughs> if he was looking at her. And I tried to speak to him. Any advice would be appreciated. P.S. Love the show. Have been a re- regular listener for almost two years. Jesus, so since you were 13, you've been listening to... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> the amount of obscene... I feel, I feel very responsible right now. This is not good. This is I not feel very good. irresponsible I feel, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's uh, you've been eh, listening, you to, know. listening to... <laughs> Whatever, you know, there's Whatever. worse things. Yeah, there are worse things. You know. Marginally worse yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the show. Have been a regular listener for almost two years and can honestly say you guys are the highlight of my week. Oh, and the Kenneths are half decent too. Thank you. Uh, well, that might be the best letter we've ever had. I just want to put that out there. I mean, I'm just going to praise here. So I feel very like I, just, I need to be paternal here. I think I need to sum it up, though. Straight off the bat, I don't know if he's 17 and you're 15. So you can I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just get the details right? So she went to a gig. A guy was looking at her. She's not sure if he was looking at her or her friends. And then she saw him again at school. And that's it. That's the story. That's basically what happened. Yep. Right, okay. So, so just, yeah, one bit of advice um just uh don't bother <laughs> don't bother he's two years older than you yeah but if be, he's be wary. 15 if she's 15 and he's 16 he's 17 isn't he year 12 she year said 12. he could be one or two years older but he, she said year 12 i didn't know girls worried about talking to boys oh boys worried about talking to girls everyone worries about everything when that's true that's very true it's that's, a fucking nightmare yeah it's and like, it only gets worse it's like running across a minefield yeah yeah. Constantly, and it's like running across your mind. I mean, not every- really. No, because it's like, running across your actual yeah, mind. Yeah, everything you around die. you is on fire. Yeah, yeah. Or is contagious. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, when you run across the fire, you run across the minefield, you get to the finish line. There's someone waiting with a gun to shoot you in the head. Mm-hmm. That's what adult life is like. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so come on in. The water's warm. <laughs> um, okay, hang on a minute. I think. What's the question here? Well, should, should she talk to him? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? But see where it goes. Talk. No harm is gonna. Well, um, you know, I mean, because she put she dropped in a little character reference because he's friends with the band. And the yeah. band are good, so that could be good. What's the band called? I'd like to know the name of the band if yeah. they're good. I like good bands. Yeah. Are you a good name for a teenage emo band? What's that? Screaming while sleeping. That's right. That? Yeah. That's the most emo fucking band name of all. I got time. a good one. Fuck pump. 
How about that? I don't think that's emo. That's like uh, that's like uh, pitchfork hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Fuck pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lick my love pump. Boom. Yeah, you know, talk to him. But if he's two years older than you, isn't that illegal? What do you to mean date? talk to talk? Is it to date? No, because like no, not at all. Like when I I fell for a girl when I was at school who was fifteen, and you were twenty. And then, yeah, yeah. No, I was I was the same age. No, I was a bit older. I was sixteen, but she had a boyfriend who was twenty one. I know, and like he drove and everything. I was like, Ugh. but I think he just waited until she was sixteen. Yeah, that's still a bit weird. I know it's weird. Don't get me wrong; it's weird. And whenever I look at like that age, that age gap is massive. Um, but you know, he's seventeen, so you know it could be innocent. You could grow together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just don't rush anything. Yeah. Don't just rush into anything because it's know go- your value. It will be yes, exactly. <laughs> know your worth. <coughs> know your value. Don't, You've got plenty of time. But I don't know what the situation is. But don't feel the need to hurry into becoming an adult because it's only disappointing. Yeah. Enjoy your childhood. Yeah. You know. Don't be in such a hurry to grow up. Yeah, you don't have to be in a hurry. Because I can tell you this, it's shit. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. hmm I like how we're trying to just sum up, we're trying to like save someone from our own mistakes. Basically, yeah. You know what? And don't move to London and try and be a musician. <laughs> you know? Because it won't work. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to yeah, work. Yeah. yeah. Dream big, but not too big. Dream big and then slowly scale it back. <laughs> and scale it back. Over the years. Scale it back. Eventually, just be happy that you yeah. can pay your rent. Exactly. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with a store brand pizza. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And but there is something wrong with store brand mayo. There you go. There you go. That's good life advice. Yeah. Talk, you can just talk to him. You know, keep the pizza cheap, but splash out on the condiments. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That was of no help whatsoever. Okay. Uh, dear EBP, my younger brother has started smoking. He's 14 years old. My parents don't know, and I, oh, your parents know. <laughs> your yeah. parents know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm worried they are going to lose their shit if they find out. Our grandparents mm. both died of lung cancer, so right. it's in the family. How do I get him to stop? Your everyone knows he smokes. Everyone knows, yeah. That's I mean, that's a given. Your parents aren't stupid. Yeah. You, they can smell it in the house when they come home. It's they know just, he it's, smokes. It's, it's they, they know just, they know he masturbates. Yes. It's all maybe he does both at, at the, the same, same time. Because he's just cavalier that way. Yeah. He's devil may care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rock and roll at fourteen. Um Yeah, they know. Don't worry about that. Unless they're really stupid or never home. Mm-hmm. Because cigarettes stink. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. You can smell it on you the next day. That's mm. how much they smell. Although, never underestimate the power of denial in parents. No, I think... I think if I had a kid who was smoking and um, I just wouldn't say anything because I think if you're a parent and you go, stop smoking because it's bad for you, I right. think the kid's going to go, no, and just keep going because they're at that age where they need to rebel for some reason. No, you just do the, the, the classic, the classic way of controlling a kid. You don't go, oh, how dare you go, do you know what? I'm not even angry. I'm just really disappointed. That fucking move. Does that still work? I think that works. It worked for me. My mum, my mum, she was a nurse. And one thing, two things she didn't want me to do was get on a motorcycle or smoke. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done either. <laughs> well, that's one thing. Yeah. I don't want you to ever get on a motorcycle and smoke. <laughs> yeah, all together. <laughs> do them separately. Yeah, do separately, absolutely, by all means. But together, it's so uh, health after and what, safety risk. Not after what, you could set to yourself Barry. on fire yeah. or fall off the bike or, or, God forbid, both. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, with that whole kind of like, I'll just be really disappointed if you did it. Kind of kept me from doing it, I think. James Dean was smoking on a motorbike. And he did okay. And then, till he died. Right. Young. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever. Each their own. I don't know what you can do. I think you just got to let him go through it. I mean, as his older brother or sister, you could sit sit him down and just say, you know, I know you're smoking. Don't don't smoke, because you know you'll die, and mum and dad probably already know. 
Mm-hmm. But don't do it. Right. You know? But your teenager, life's really difficult. Do you know what you should do is maybe just set his bed on fire and make out that it was a cigarette that did it. You like, mean oh. stage a fire in his house? Yeah. Well, that's great advice. What? Shock tactic, mate. Talk to him. Just talk to him. Just say, listen, this is what's going down. Listen, bro. Put put the put the the Xbox down. Mm-hmm. Take the headpiece out. Because mm-hmm. that's how people play computer games now. I know. And um, how I, can he afford to smoke if he's fourteen? Yeah, pack of fags is like fifteen quid now. Yeah, how can you do that? I don't know. Maybe he has a friend who imports them illegally from Eastern European countries and avoids import tax. Right. Yeah. Or maybe not. No. You know, maybe just nicks them out of his granddad's yeah, so, sock drawer. Yeah. I mean, that's what I used to do. Really? I stole cigarettes out of my nan's uh, cigarette box when she wasn't in the room. <laughs> cigarette box? Where, where else would I steal like them it's from? No, like, you know, like a pack. Right. The first right. cigarette I ever had, I stole a menthol cigarette out of my mum, out of my nan's cigarette uh, pack. Right. When I was 11 years old. Yeah. I hid it in my camera case. Right. And then smoked it in the toilet on a ferry. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll. So by by the. Uh, I mean that's pretty fucking high risk. By the arcade machines. Isn't that weird? Um, why did you steal it? I just I what just wanted to. You? I was like, yeah, I'll try a cigarette. But you had to go through like a very sneaky process. I know, and I never got caught. Wow. My you parents must have known that. You got to keep your eyes on kids. Because when I was like twelve years old, I come home smelling of cigarettes, and I just think that spraying links on me would cover it up. Yeah. You know, like spraying my fingers with links. Links Java. Yeah like, yeah, like it covered up the smell of mm. like, of fucking fags. It's insane. The proliferation of Lynx um, deodorant was very much a 90s thing. Yeah, and Lynx, Lynx really had to change that marketing strategy, yeah, 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 didn't yeah, they, by yeah. 2016, yeah, when yeah. it was like, if you wear this, women will fuck you. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you work for Lynx in the 90s, you were you high on the hog. P- people will look back on that Lynx. If seriously, if anyone listens to this, like under the age of like 21, whatever, 22. <laughs> yeah, you don't get and it. You, and you don't you know the Lynx, the Lynx days. Just, just go on YouTube now and type in like 90s Lynx advert. And it's literally a loser mm. spraying a little scrawny nerd, puts yeah. Lynx on. Yeah. And then like 10 out of 10 models bang him on the way to school. Yeah, it's very subtle. It's advertising. insane. Yeah. And it was kind of started off tongue in cheek, and then it just kind of went towards no, this will happen. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, anyway, uh, yeah, do that. Do that. Um, are we done? I think so. Thanks, guys. That's the end. That's the end of the show. We're done. That's it for another week. Join us next week for more nothing. Mm. Do we have any news to say? Anything mm. to announce? No, life continues apace. Yeah, can't remember. Buy a copy of Kerrang this week. We're in it. Oh, you're in it. You're in Kerrang again. Yeah, three weeks in a row. Three weeks, boom, 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 boom. No, that's it forever now. That's it forever, yeah. Done. They're done. End on a high, we'll split up now. Yeah, you should. Um, All right, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week for more nothing. Ta-ra. Goodbye. Goodbye. Take care. Farewell. Don't forget to vote. When do people in America vote? Well, I don't know, polls open. It'll be like election result, election day's 8th of November. Oh, so it's not next week. No, no, no. Week after. So, well, enjoy that vote, America. You've got two good choices. Yeah, don't, Bye. don't fuck it up. <laughs> Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.